The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, Dr. Feelgood himself, Mr. Jason Koopsick. What is cracking, Playboy? Well, just another week. Just another week? Yeah, nothing crazy. I mean, I got an investigation this weekend. Oh, where are you going? Can you can you disclose the information? I'm going back to Iola, but doing a couple different places this time. Where are we going? And <laughs> huh? Where are you going? Iola, Iowa, Iola, Kansas. Oh, I Iola, Kansas. <laughs> like Iola. Yeah, Iola. Nice. Yeah, the um, the head of the, the director of the historical society for the entire county is a new client of mine. That's outstanding. So he, uh, we did a jail built in 1860s last month, along with the building next door, which was a hall built in the 80s. Wow. Um, this time we're doing a museum and a house. Nice. And they're right next to each other. So All right. Well, hell, that'll be fun. And um, Eric Ensbrenner's coming. Oh, buddy. And Mr. Uh, Sam Culper's coming and his nice. wife. Nice. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, first for them. It's uh, she. Um, apparently, she's gotten all interested and excited about. At least it, it, in her her um, interest has been peaked because of the conference. That's freaking fantastic. That's really cool shit to hear, man. I like it. So this will be the first time they're doing something like that. I mean, they did the investigation at the conference, but as you know, and. Right. That's more for um, just like the public, something. Yeah. Something fun to kind of do, yeah. So this will be the first this time they've actually. In the basement in the dark, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, this will be the first time that they've really been thrown into the element. That Man, that'll be interesting. I mean, these places aren't necessarily spooky places. Um, and the guy thinks that there might be something going on, but there's no like crazy stories or anything like that. But sure. Yeah. So there's supposed to be some activity there and we'll see. And, um, my wife and I are actually meeting him and his wife early for dinner. Do a little din And then, um, well, no, the, the, Oh, get this. The head yeah. of the historical society. Yeah. His name is Curtis Russell. So get it's Kurt f- Russell. Get the fuck out of here. He's going to take us around to some of the other places in town and out of town that he wants us to check out, including some abandoned buildings and stuff. So we're going to do that before the investigation. And he is the head but of yeah, the historical Kurt, Kurt society. Russell. So he is the head of the historical mm-hmm. society for the whole damn county. Mm-hmm. That is freaking outstanding. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. 
Who's great in Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> the good doctor's going to be rubbing elbows with Kurt Russell this weekend. <laughs> good sauce. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, Sam, if, you got, if uh, people listening aren't familiar with Sam, um, he's... I met him because he's a super fan of another podcast called the Sofa King Podcast, but he also yeah. has two podcasts of his own one right that's breakers it's a fictional podcast telling a story of a post-apocalyptic world and the other one is called do it doug and it's a view askew podcast and they've already had some big interviews already hell yeah that's always fun always good stuff oh my, my god ta- my tablet's freaking out Just you're gonna have to do the first story i don't know what's going on with my tablet that's fine that's fine no, I'm, I'm actually, I've been kind of like in this weird panic mode because I'm, I'm actually, I'm giving a lecture on Thursday night, um, at a university in Lincoln, Nebraska. And it's like, son of a bitch. Like it's, it's one of those situations where it's like, I really want to bring my a game and I really don't want to screw this up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's. I feel it is very important that I am not a complete ass. Um, so we're going to see how that goes. I don't know. It should be interesting. So I can't wait for that. So that's Thursday night. Other than that, man, been doing a lot of fun stuff just at the manor. That's it. You know? Just checking people in and showing people around. That's about it. That's my day to day. Oh, my goodness. Now I do have, I do have a uh, a story here that should be absolutely no surprise to anybody. We've talked about this many times before on the show. Um, however, it does say here another wave of creepy clown sightings in the U.S. is coming. Oh yeah, I had this one too. Did you? Okay, from. Uh, this is uh, the police out of uh, Pennsylvania. They basically just say they're coming back. Okay. Um, last year, obviously, the cre- creepy clown sightings began to dominate the news. Local people, especially children in regions of Pennsylvania, began reporting uh, these bizarrely dressed individuals loitering around the streets and behaving in ways that uh, many people perceived as being deeply sinister. Which, I mean, my God. <laughs> There, there were a few videos out there that I saw that freaking, they creeped me out. There was one in particular, I forget exactly what it was, but this dude is like walking on a bridge and he sees a very brightly dressed clown walking alone on this bridge and I think he shouts out to him, like the, the gentleman holding the camera like shouts out to him like, hey man, what are you doing? And the clown turns and starts hauling ass right after him and i was like oh my god like this clown's gonna freaking chase him down like that was spooky because all he was doing was just like hey man what's up and like what are you doing and this clown turned and just fucking ran at him so what they're saying i think you know it coincides with obviously the the release of the film this all does yeah it all does i mean in my opinion it all does let's let's face it you know as you guys listen to this podcast today is the day that it hits theaters okay so um it is officially out 
um, as of right now. I guess it was. We talked about on Thursday before, night when they I think first is when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you were absolutely. Well, we right. mentioned before that um, in the eight when the first one came out, there was a rash of sightings before and yes. after. Yeah, and so honestly, and that's most likely all this is again. I I I don't feel that it is the movie studio behind any of this. I I really don't believe that's true. Um but I mean shit, who's to tell? I just don't see a movie studio doing that. You know what I'm saying? I just don't think they would do anything. They could like probably that. set some up. Um probably the more but more but more but more chasing kids with weapons. Right. But there was this town, I God bless it. I don't even remember where this actually happened. Uh, some small town, I think. It might have been out in like California or something like that. But they, in all the sewer grates, they had red balloons uh, filled with helium, obviously, um, tied to the, the sewer grates. And so throughout the whole damn town, there is red balloons um, floating from the sewer grates, and people were losing their shit. So <laughs> I think a lot of people are excited about uh, about the upcoming film. I think that goes without saying, <laughs> but uh, mm-hmm. but I would I would totally agree with you that it is uh, it is definitely definitely in uh, in conjunction with the movie. So yeah, that's all I got. What would you do if one was in your little town there? Now, I think I've discussed this before. If one was here in this little town and it came at me or anything like that, like I I have plenty of objects sitting around my porch that would easily, easily substitute as a weapon, like <laughs> golf clubs, baseball bats. I mean, it, it wouldn't matter. Like I would club somebody. I know for a fact I would club them. And I would have no God-blessed problem doing it at all i'm kind of a dick man i'm getting to be a crotchety old man i think honestly a crotchless crotchless no 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 um uh, no make no mistake i said crotchety crotchety (laughs) oh it it broke at the right moment there for my (laughs) connection did i guess (laughs) i think it's an omen it's 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 a foretelling of your future either that or maybe i did say crotchless and it was like a freudian slip i don't know i don't know yeah. We'll see. We'll see what's going on here. Shit. You did um, over there. <laughs> but yeah, I tell you, like, I don't know. I think I would have no problem clubbing one of them some bitches. The problem is, if they were around here, I'd probably know them. You know what I mean? Like, I know everybody yeah, around here. That would make me feel terrible. Absolutely terrible. Oh, goodness. What do we got? All right. I got a story here, an awesome story. Well, I haven't read it yet, so okay, the headline okay. is awesome. And I, I glanced through it, so um, mysterious murder stirs MH370 conspiracy concerns. Ooh. This comes from news.com Australia. Nice. The, the strange death of a Malaysian diplomat in Madagascar has caused some researchers to wonder if it had been if he had been eliminated due to his connection to the disappearance of flight MH370. 
uh, Zahid Raza was murdered last week shortly before he was to come into possession of some new debris from the doomed flight. Damn. One of the diplomats' jobs in Madagascar was to receive such materials and then arrange for them to be sent back to Malaysia. The tragic turn of events for Raza has led to some independent MH370 investigators to express concerns that there had been uh, he had been killed due to his involvement in the case. Oh shit! One of the most or one of those individuals who discovered the debris and handed it over to the officials in Madagascar is adventurer Blaine Gibson. I I want the title adventurer. Yeah, like how the fuck do you acquire that? Maybe it's like self-proclaimed thing. Maybe we should just start calling ourselves Maybe. that. Fuck it. It's yeah. happening. I, I kind of am. Adventurer. Already, but you don't give yourself that kind of title, right? Adventurer. Dr. Feelgood. I like Adventure Koopsik better than Dr. Koopsik, honestly. Adventurer anyway. Feelgood. Yeah, it doesn't flow. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't work though. Uh, anyways, he we'll can, he claims that he has recent or received death threats due to his work recovering pieces of the downed plane Good around Lord. the island nation. So wait a minute. I uh, you know I don't obviously it's not still up there flying. It's somewhere right. But have they confirmed one hundred percent that, it, that they know that it crashed? It? See, I don't know this. On it, I hadn't. <sighs> I hadn't heard that. We seen that story like 100% that that those pieces are from that plane. Yeah, I thought it was on the moon though. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, I did see a picture of the moon. Yeah, so. so I think this, Anyways, this story is complete horseshit. Adventure Gibson fears are echoed by another researcher, Dr. Victor Lanello who also expressed suspicion that Raza was eliminated before he could arrange for the debris to be sent back to his home country. Huh. Due to the diplomat's death, those materials now remain in the custody of authorities in Madagascar and out of the hands of Malaysian officials who ostensibly would be interested in examining the materials. Considering the mysterious nature with which MH370 vanished, various conspiracy theories... See, they're still saying vanished. Yeah. Anyways, various conspiracy theories surrounding the case have emerged, largely centered around some kind of cover-up regarding the true nature of his disappearance. So... Such, such, uh, such speculation will no doubt only grow now that the official tasked with recovering debris from the flight was gunned down while sitting in his passenger seat of his car in a manner suggesting something far more nefarious than simple robbery or revenge killing. Wow. Uh, It says the noticeable lack of response from the Malaysian government. I'm losing you. Son of a bitch. 370 mystery. Koopsik. They become targeted. Okay, what? So, I'm I'm gonna break in here real quick. Yeah, you can hear me, right? You can still hear me. Shit. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay, so here here's the deal. 
Here's what has been found. I can kind of hear you. Well, yeah, like we're having some kind of a weird hiccup here. I don't know what's exactly going on. Um, but it says, here's what has been found from this jetliner three years after the disappearance, okay? So confirmed right here. Uh, it says, uh, searchers have found debris in the Indian Ocean believed to be from the doomed airliner that disappeared March 8, 2014. They have confirmed three pieces as certainly from the plane with five others remaining highly likely yet inconclusive. So here's a breakdown of the parts that they have found. They found a wing flap and they found this in Tanzania. Um, they found a plane wing this fragment believed to be so it's- correct. Now, three of these. Now, they did say this. They said three of these fragments. Um, are are confirmed certainly 100% from that plane there are five other pieces that are highly likely to be from that plane yet inconclusive so we have the wing flap we have a plane wing fragment um, that has been confirmed as well a part identifier quote unquote was legible on the plane piece officials said which allowed investigators to identify the wreckage definitively. Now, there is also a, a flapperon. And this says Australian officials have said the flapperon is confirmed to be from that jetliner. First trace of the plane since it vanished in March of 2014. Numbers found inside of said flapperon match records from a company that manufactured it for that specific flight. That was from French officials. Um, highly likely cabin interior panel, engine cowling, uh, main cabin interior panel, horizontal stabilizer, and a flap track fairing. Um, all of these are presumed to be from MH370. However, um, they're inconclusive. They're just most likely it is from the plane. Very interesting stuff, my friend. So, Bits have been found from this plane, but not everything. Did I lose you entirely? I think no. You were just cutting out a lot. How do I sound? You sound so sexy, like so amazingly handsome, in that pleasing baritone voice of yours. Was that too far? Did I overstep? I couldn't understand what you just said. <laughs> Damn it, that was so good. Yeah, uh, no, your your connection is really, really bad. Okay. Well, I tell you what, we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna come right back, not four days later, but we're gonna come right back right after this. Welcome to Paranormal Warehouse. Paranormal Warehouse is the ultimate social media website for paranormal investigators and researchers. Create a profile, add friends, upload video, audio, and photographic evidence, discuss theories and techniques in the forum, create a group for your team or find a team to join, watch, listen, and comment on evidence uploaded by other users. Join today and support Paranormal Unity. It's free. Visit ParanormalWarehouse.com to join. 
be sure to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're waiting for you. One night, one location, one group of friends pushed their limits of sanity. It was great. It really made you think about some things, how, how everything's connected. Oh, sure. How do you perceive your own reality? The film was really awesome. Being an a investigator and being at Malvern uh, a couple times, uh, this really jived with a lot of experiences that I've had. What's that? Perception and stuff, just, you don't think of those things. So, very interesting. You're not allowed outside anymore. Watch the A Brush With Evil series, along with other Josh Hurd documentaries. Go to joshherd.net. You will find books, documentary films, and of course, the ectoplasm show. JoshHerd.net Hey, this is Nock from the Geek Yogurt Podcast. Tune in every week as we discuss movies, TV, comics, and video games. We are on Podbean, iTunes, Satchel, or on your favorite podcast app. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at Yogurt Podcast and weigh in on our weekly topics. All right, and we are back. A special thank you to our good buddies over at Geek Yogurt Podcast and, of course, our good pals over at Paranormal Warehouse as well for putting up with us and all of our bullshit. I got to tell you, man, Mike Diamond, good buddy over there at Paranormal Warehouse, I swear to God, like that man does so much for so many people, uh, especially me. (laughs) It is fucking... Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Can't say enough good things about the gentleman over at Paranormal Warehouse. And if you guys haven't checked that shit out yet, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for. Like, you need to get over there. ParanormalWarehouse.com. Yeah, definitely. Check that shit out. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. <sighs> so, I have a story here. Let me look. Let me look. Let me look. So on top of like all the the hurricanes and and the, and the flash flooding and the fucking killer bees and all that fun stuff that's going on like literally right now apparently there's a solar storm that's just about to bitch slap mother earth here okay so like I don't know what the hell but it does say a solar storm is coming it's on its way um it does say yesterday uh, as we record this, this would be Monday, during a flurry of M-class eruptions, uh, Sunspot AR2673 hurled a CME towards Earth. Uh, NOWA forecasters say the cloud is likely to arrive late September 6th, causing moderately strong G2-class geomagnetic storms with isolated periods of strong G3 class storming on September 6th and 7th. Um, but yeah, interesting, uh, interesting stuff apparently right on, right on the horizon here for us. So it says, uh, even auroras 
are likely to appear over places uh, such as Alaska, Scandinavia, Iceland, Greenland, and perhaps even northern the northern tier U.S. states from uh, Maine to possibly Washington as well. Uh, glare from the full moon uh, will mitigate visibility to some degree if the storms are strong enough. However, auroras could pierce uh, the moonlight, which is uh, kind of neat, I guess. But uh, yeah, interesting stuff, pal. Interesting stuff. Did you see anything on the uh, on the upcoming solar storm? No, I didn't. Um, well, honestly, man, I've been I've been paying too much attention. I think to to all this hurricane activity that's been going on. Not only like with all the devastation that Texas and all of those people saw, but now with the possibility of fucking round two coming. Like just ridiculous stuff, man. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, but like, this is going to be a different type of hurricane. What What do you mean? Um, it's not supposed to dump as much rain. Okay. Unless it goes a certain path, but it's only supposed to have like 10 inches of rain in some areas. It's just a lot of rain, but... It is a lot of rain. Um, But I did see that it already has the second fastest, fastest recorded winds of any hurricane ever recorded what my goodness i read a story the other day before before it became a five today it is officially the other day that they were they were thinking that they may have to make a new classification for a class six for the storm get the fuck out of here seriously so the way this this particular storm worked and so there's, it's called a Cape Verde storm. Okay. And it came off the coast of Africa. And most of the ones that come off the coast of Africa, they get spun out in different directions and don't necessarily reach the United States. Right. But when they do, when those do, what's called a Cape Verde storm, when those reach the United States, they're usually some of the worst storms. Damn it. And like this one, yeah, they were already Ugh. talking about the possibility that they it may be above all the other scales, so they may have to call it a class six, at least unofficially. My God. Dude, that's freaking nuts. It also depends on how much damage it does. So it depends on what it hits oh. and where and when and all that stuff, too. It's not just 100% the speed of the winds and stuff like that. That's just amazing. Ugh. <sighs> Mother nature, dude. Mother nature. Crazy, We've crazy. Been dealing with, and I'm sure you've had some of it up there too. What? The skies are all hazy because of the forest fire up in Montana. Yeah. So yesterday, you know, as we record this or whatever, we usually record on Tuesday evenings now. Uh, so yesterday being Labor Day, uh, I had some buddies over. Uh, we were grilling out and all that fun stuff. And it was interesting to me because by like 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, the the light that was cast on the ground, um, it almost appeared as if it was morning light. Does that make sense to you? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it appeared as if it was morning light. It definitely wasn't the intense afternoon light um, that we're used to seeing, obviously. Man, it was so bizarre. Um uh, I mean, here it it seemed cloudy all day, like yes, light clouds, like overcast. But right? I read I read a story yesterday here in Kansas City about the weather, and they said if there wasn't any smoke from the fire in the 
sky, we would have no clouds in the sky. So it was there was no clouds wow. in our area yesterday. Wow. So if you live in the Kansas City area, you remember Monday. It was hazy, almost overcast all day. That was just yeah. smoke. Oh my God. Boy, that's just crazy. Absolutely crazy. It's just a lot of stuff going on, man. A lot of stuff well, going you on. Know, that, that Christian scientist guy. Okay? What happened Whatever. there? It's only like 15 days away now when the world's supposed to end. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're all going to die in a couple weeks, guys. Again. <laughs> I am such a dick. I'm such a dick. I don't know. What do you do in that situation? Let's let's say Dr. Coops it comes out with a with a prophecy of some sort and he says, "Guys, we got 3 weeks left. There's absolutely no escape. You, your best bet is to basically take your head, stick it between your legs, kiss your ass goodbye. You're gone 3 weeks." Now, let's say 3 weeks comes and goes. What do you do? Like what would you do? How do you backpedal that? I I say that um, I misread the signs. I misread the signs and have a reason why I misread the signs and how I misread the signs and what they now mean and say. It's like, oh, sorry, it was three years from now. It was like three years from now, not three weeks. Guys, my bad. Mm -hmm. I see what you're saying. Yeah, my interpretation of the the, uh, spelling of that old Sumerian word that nobody knows what it means yeah, was wrong. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Fun stuff, my friend. Fun stuff. All right. I got an Illuminati story. Oh, yes. Let's do it. Exorcist issues warning about Illuminati rosary beads. What? This comes out of philippineslifestyle.com via coast to coast. Okay. In a strange story out of the Philippines, a Catholic priest is warning parishioners that, quote, satanic rosary beads are being given out by the Illuminati. Sons of bitches. Father Ambrosio Nonato, like, God, this guy keeps out of this. Anyways, Father Ambrosio Nonato Legaspi, who serves as the exorcist for his particular diocese in the Philippines, made the unsettling declaration during a recent radio interview. According to the priest, the objects are being imbued with evil via nefarious forces who then distribute the rosaries to unsuspecting individuals. Huh. Legaspi came to the conclusion that he after he performed an exorcism and noticed that the person had been using rosary beads that featured occult symbols (laughs) not easily spotted by the (laughs) layperson. Confirmed by his assistant in the diocese, these markings include a snake, a pentagram, and a sun icon often linked to the infamous Illuminati, which led him to suspect that the notorious secret society is behind the odd plot. There's some bad, there's some bad rosaries going around guys. Stay away from the bad rosaries. It's like a Woodstock with a bad acid. Anyway, keep going, keep going. 
the priests also observe that some of these rosaries do not contain any of those unique symbols and are simply cursed by witches who practice the occult. My goodness. In order to ensure that people do not become victims of this unholy agenda, Legacy advised that any religious items received as gifts should be blessed by priests. Only five ninety nine. if you call now. <laughs> uh, that was pretty and good. And the church leader said that if the person has experienced paranormal activity from the objects, then priests must actually perform an exorcism to rid the rosary of the evil spirits attached to it. Why don't you just throw it out? Get a new one. Yeah. Damn. So, yeah, they're... The Illuminati is trying to uh, infiltrate the Catholic Church now, now, huh? Yeah. My goodness. Those sons of bitches, they're everywhere. I don't know, dude. Like, I don't know if I if I quite buy into the whole Illuminati thing. You know what I'm saying? Because now everybody and their dog is like, nope, it's the Illuminati. That's who got Trump elected is the Illuminati. That's why there's global warming. Illuminati. That's why what happened on September 11th is all Illuminati. Like, fuck me, man. Like, they are apparently just responsible for Earthing. Okay? Like, I just can't, I cannot buy into it yet. I haven't seen proof of this. I lost you. No, no, I thought you were going to keep talking. <laughs> no, I know I usually do. I don't know. What are your yeah, thoughts? I mean, what are your thoughts um, on this? Have, I, you, so have you seen anything definitive saying we've yes? We've this discussion. I mean, yes and well, no. I, I think, yes, there are people hidden away in rooms making plans and plotting and taking things over and it all fueled by money and livelihood and, okay. uh, you know, baby give you tears that. and stuff like that. Yeah, I did that. I was in college and I was like, hi, okay? But, like, I'm talking, like, legit. People that have the power to actually yeah, pull I mean, an I operation like the Rockefellers, The Rockefellers and, and them. Um, oh, what's the other one? It's one that owns the banking system. Anyways, I think they're all... Could be called the Illuminati. It's all your degree of what an Illuminati is, or sure. what the Illuminati is, or what a secret society is, or what. Do you believe that they are power? Is even so? Let's say hypothetically, like the Rockefeller clan and whoever else um, are are sitting around. Um, number one, are they calling themselves the Illuminati? Do they refer to themselves or this organization they belong to as the Illuminati? Or 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 what? I don't know. I don't either. Number There's two, so many different ones too. But like number two, it, they already own everything. They literally have their finger in every pie imaginable. Okay, what more could they possibly yeah, so the thing want? Is, is they have to keep that. But what they already have it. Like it's established. It's yeah, there. but they can lose it. They could lose it. If what yeah, were if absolutely. if X Y and Z were to happen, but what what exactly? Governments could crack down on them. Governments could crack down on them if they didn't assert their power. I'm going to say that will never happen. 
<laughs> because yeah, of the corruption. Because the, they continuously assert their power. I, I'm not even talking about Illuminati now. I'm talking about the, like the banking cartels and right. the banking, you know, all the mogul, all of that, everything connected to the media. Sure. They're all owned by the same people. Yeah. And there's a reason for that. They also you know, quote unquote, own senators and congressmen and all of that stuff for sure. giving them lots of money so that they won't combine to break them up. Right. My goodness. I mean, <clears throat> our federal banking system is not owned by us. It's no. owned by this family that loans us the money we spend to each other. Which is kind of fucked up, isn't it? And we pay them a penalty in taxes. Well, it's not taxes, but yeah. we pay them interest for using the money they print for us. It's not just like the government says, hey, we're going to print some money and give it out to you. No, <laughs> this family, this family of people who own the Federal Reserve, right? it's a confusing name because it has federal in it, but they own the Federal Reserve. They print the money and loan it to the United States of America to give to its citizens to pay, to use as currency, but the government has to pay that back along with interest my god to this family and they also own all but like two other federal banks in the world for each in each country they have federal banks set up and stuff like that they own all but two of them wow this, this family and it's not just like one or two people but they're all connected in a family wow yeah, so they control everything so somebody like JFK comes along and talks about Wanting to end the Federal Reserve. What do you yeah. think you're going to do? That's a good point. It's a very good point. God bless it. Oh, you know, most people don't God. get that. I mean, yeah, we do. Our listeners do, for the right. most part, and I'm sure. I'm um, sure this is not... You know, they pay attention to that kind of yeah. stuff, but... I was going to say... I saw a video today of people being interviewed on the streets of California. About... They were being asked some question about North Korea, and they were congratulating North Korea on nuclear tests. What? Because they thought it was a good thing. They thought the the way the interviewer <laughs> oh. was talking to the interviewees was that, oh, it's a great thing that North Korea has. And the people on the street were congratulating North Korea on their nuclear tests. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> See, and that's another thing. Yeah, I'm that's sure they cut down. out half of them of the people that don't respond the way they want them to, but still... <laughs> oh my god see that's another thing that i just read man the other day is like well i guess just over the weekend you gotta do something about them <clears throat> something is eventually going to have to be done i'm sorry like it's just gonna have to uh that's just kind of the way it goes now nobody fucking likes war i mean come on let's let's be honest here nobody likes war Everybody knows what the war brings, that but, I steam yeah, happening first, it would be financial warfare of aspect, but then China's going to get involved. I mean, seriously, um, so I don't remember when it happened. I think it after we recorded. Did I? No, I talked about last week how the Russians pulled out some of their diplomats and we pulled out, kicked out some of their diplomats and stuff like that. That is correct. So the other day. I got another notification about how, and this has been in the news a little bit more, but okay. how um, Trump and others were thinking about 
stopping trade with anybody or sanctions with anybody that does trade with North Korea. Oh. And one is China. Right. So could you imagine if we stop conducting trade with China? They basically own us already. Say if, they you already, know, you already have. Say that the, well, they have so much of the Rockefellers' money <laughs> in <the> banks <laughs> over there. Right. Um, so half of our debt is owned to this family. The other half of our debt is owed to China. But everything you think of is made in China. Imagine just all of a sudden we're not... The companies in the United States aren't allowed to trade with China, aren't right. allowed to buy with China, from China. Yeah, what's well, going to happen? I think eventually right? it could turn into a great thing where, you know, more things are made in the United States and, and whatnot sure. and all that. But sure. they could cripple us financially. Yeah. And they it have interests a... within their country that are doing business with North Korea that aren't yes. going to want them to stop doing. And Correct. who do you think those big businesses in China that are doing um that are doing business with North Korea. What do you, do you think that they're not asserting control over their government? Oh, I guess. Of course you. they are. Of course, yes. Of course. Dude, it is. So a, tensions just get higher and higher, and everybody wants to say, oh, it's Trump's fault, or oh, it's this nah, fault. It's really not. It would have been happening no matter who was in this part. Exactly. Definitely wouldn't have been not happening no matter who Correct. was in there. Like, this is kind of a long time coming. I know that for a fact. Um,. And it's exactly like you said last week. Um, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you fall on. Like this, it, it's it's going to happen. Like it's been happening. You know, it's just tensions continuously rising and more and more and more. Man, it's just fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy. I talked to well, a good and pal then in uh, the United States. Everybody blames. <clears throat> Us, they, 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 everybody in, not everybody. That's a big generalization, but <laughs> at least what we're shown by the media, yeah, 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 and what um, the general feeling and consensus of the United States right now, we're more worried about fighting the other person trying to censor something right. than than what's the outside threats, right? That's a good point. It's just. It's a fucking mess, man. Like everything. And then, is then a there's mess. people like you and me, and like most, like probably sixty percent of the population, just sitting back looking and like, what the fuck is going on? Like, right. what, how the hell are we supposed to do anything? I about guarantee, this? like everybody listening right now is in the same boat we are. You know, you sit back and you look, and you're just like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I got a good buddy uh, that just called last week. Uh, he lives in Denmark, and him and I chatted for like an hour. And he's like, man, I really want to come back and visit. He goes, but probably not for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, there is some <laughs> fucked up stuff going on. And he's like, I don't even know what's going on with the world, man. Just like it's everywhere you turn. Um, no matter what. It's just there's just weird shit going on everywhere. Tensions are high and that's that, you know. It's like, damn. Well, and honestly, in Denmark, they don't have the same problems, but they got no. just as many problems. I mean, yes, they do. Nobody wants to talk about not not nobody, but a lot of people don't like to talk about it because it's seen as insensitive. But they are having a lot of immigration problems of their own in Correct. Europe. Correct. With um, you know, uh, Middle Easterns coming in, most of which just it's almost mirrors what we have with the Mexicans, with the right. Mexican government, with right. Spanish people coming in. Most of them are people whatever whatnot Absolutely. but it's the other ones right that cause problems well and i don't give that a fuck problem. like yeah and i don't give a fuck like 
what color your skin is. I don't give a fuck where you, what country you call home. I don't give a shit. There's always bad apples no matter where you go, man. Like, no matter what, um, you're always going to have those select few people that are just going to fucking ruin it for everybody else. Just like when your teacher in school promised you, like, candy at the end of the day if you, everybody was really good and there's always that one kid that just got to fuck everything up. I'm chubby and I'm, I, you know. This is the shit I remember from from grade schools. <laughs> like, damn it, sons of bitches. So, um, anyways, let's move on to a more interesting story. Well, of what's that? No, go ahead. I forgot. It was your turn. Oh, okay, okay. So this isn't. I don't was know. It your turn or is it my? Turn? Nah, it's it my turn. turn. Um, I've got a UFO hovering over LA. In a helicopter. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Did you see the, the video attached to it? I saw photos of it. Well, this this helicopter starts to, to circle it. So it says a mysterious UFO was filmed uh, hovering stationary over L.A. Then a helicopter approaches the UFO and then starts to circle the unidentified object. Now, um, nobody right now has an explanation for this video, but... I will say that I, I'm not going to rule out the possibility of some kind of a computer or, or CGI or something of that nature. Um, but I, if it was CGI, that's fine and dandy. However, I, I'm still questioning the, the helicopter in the shot. You know what I'm saying? Because that's definitely not CGI. <laughs> Um, people are saying, oh, maybe it's a, a balloon of some sort. I don't, I don't even know, dude. I don't even know. Like, I don't, I don't see it being a balloon because if there were a breeze, it would take the balloon. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like it would, it would take the damn yeah. balloon away. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting. I'm going to have to post this up on our, uh, on our Facebook page for people to see and uh, comment on. It's interesting stuff. I love looking at uh, UFO videos and basically seeing if it's complete horseshit or not, or at least my general thoughts. And usually your initial reaction to the video is most likely probably the right one, especially, again, with the people listening to our show right now. I think we we look at shit a little differently than the majority of people, (laughs) and we're able to... Uh, probably dismiss more than than we would actually let in, you know? At least that's what I like to think. I don't know, pal. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I would think that they're more skeptical of things yeah. in, in that sense of the word. Absolutely. And I think, you know, we, we see UFO videos and, and ghost videos and, and different types of paranormal type videos all the fucking time. And I think uh, we've become so goddamn jaded. <laughs> that we're, they're like, it's fake. It's bullshit. It's complete bullshit. Well, that's the way, to, that's the way you got to be. I mean, it kind it's of just is, too man. easy to, to throw something together now it and is. have it look legitimate. Exactly. Exactly. And the, the, I don't know, the proof's in the pudding, so to speak. But, I mean, honestly, there are... Little kids out there that are freaking 10 years old that can put some shit like this together and make it look pretty damn good. Uh, that's just kind of the the world we live in, so to speak. 
So I don't know. I don't know. We're going to have to definitely keep following the story anyway. No, we'll forget about it. Well, I mean, most likely. <laughs> You're like, no, 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 no. We're going to forget all about this shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, until man. something else pops up in the future. If it if it shows the same kind of thing or if they have a follow-up story. Right. It was a balloon. Oh, yeah, no, we'll but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I have a more plausible story here. Let's do it. Russian company to send frozen humans into space. What? Comes from Mysterious Universe. Ooh. (laughs) I'll just read the article. It kind of starts out the same way that you did. Uh, Say what? You will about Elon Musk. At least his spaceship to Mars will be carrying living people. A Russian company announced it will launch cryogenically frozen humans into space. Will bring them back to reanimate or be reanimated. Um, Creo Rust claims to be Russia's only cryogenic company. And the first outside of the U.S. Founded in 2005 and based in Moscow, the company's website says it currently has the bodies or brains of 54 people, 8 dogs, 9 cats, 3 birds, and a chilla cryogenically frozen. Wow. It has recently entered into an agreement with another Russian firm, Space Technologies, to launch frozen humans into orbit until such time as it can be thawed and brought back to life. This is exactly out of Austin Powers, right? (laughs) All I wanted were frickin' sharks with frickin' laser beams on their frickin' heads. But no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Okay. When will that happen? First, the two companies need to explain how it will happen. For So far, all they seem to have agreed upon is its price. Uh, is the price. $250,000 US. Huh? Come on, somebody just throw them that. We got some celebrities. Yeah. They're probably about to die and want to be a part of that. Yeah. Um, oh. And that's just to keep the body in orbit, not the cost of getting it there or bringing it back. Damn. Uh, Space Technologies describes itself as a commercial, scientific, and technical association, which was established for the development, implementation, and investment of commercial space programs. So it's going to be a meat locker. Yep. Basically. Um, That's about as specific as it gets. No mentions of rockets, cruiser shuttles to the cryo capsules to check on temperatures the company did give some info on the cryo capsules uh nano satellites with cryo capsules capsules will be manufactured in russia and launched into orbit from russian launch and launch facilities wow. any payload can be launched into orbit individually or included within any large cargo manifest the choice of options will only affect the launch cost and the duration of the preparation. The group plan will be cheaper and quicker. The period. Oh, they're going to have a group on for <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, group on. 
The period of preparation for shipment of individual cargo will be approximately two years. The customer may wow. choose the orbital path. What? Um, huh. Creo Russ has over 10 years of experience in cryogenics on Earth, but how does it plan to keep things cold and safe in space? Isn't cold and... Like the main component of space? Yeah. I mean, the, the cold would be no problem. We can handle I, cold. I would think so. Yeah. But um, safe, I don't know, man. With, safe, yeah. I don't know. That's the apparatus with the capsule containing cryopreserved body or brain will feature a safe thermal coating. Now, let me ask you this real quick. Hit it. I guess it all depends on when and where and, and whatnot. Okay. Would you... Okay, so here's a scenario for you. You can either have your whole body frozen yeah. and brought in back and say, let's say this is kind of something you're, you're interested in. Okay. But you have two options. The two options are you can have your whole body frozen and may, you know brought back in maybe 150 years. Or you can have your whole, just your brain frozen, and when you're brought back you'll have an entirely new body but you have to wait 500 years for that because we won't have the technology until 500 years from now. Ooh, that's a that's a toughie. You know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to I'm going to trust my gut on this, and I'm going to say whole body, whole body. Yeah, all you or like nothing. your body, all or nothing. No, I fucking hate my butt. No, I love my body. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would I would say I would say uh, whole body, whole damn thing. I guess you can just keep like jumping, like so. If they can bring your whole body back, yeah. Um, why don't you see, do that a few times, and then the last time you can just do your brain and come back as somebody see, you know with a whole new body. Look, here's the deal. Like I already know my body. Like I'm familiar with my body, and if it like there's no surprises there. You know what I'm saying? So like I know what uh, I know what I'm, I'm I'm working with over here. Um, yeah, but they wouldn't like. Well, uh, in my scenario, it wasn't that they were just going <laughs> to plop you in some body. They were going to make the body to your specifications. Ah, I see. You could get really creative. Yeah, especially five hundred years from now, you can have basically whatever you whatever want. Whatever you want. Don't even have to be human. You'd be a cat, just nice, you know, prance around all day. Oh. <laughs> With a human-sized brain. With a human-sized brain, you're going to look all sorts of fucked up. <laughs> well, who cares? Everybody else will look all fucked up, too. That's right. You're going to be the smartest damn cat on the block. Yeah. It's going to be great. That's a cool story, though. It's interesting. It's interesting that they're actually kicking this shit around. You know? I don't know like what the... I guess the the main it doesn't necessarily say in here, but I would guess the main reason for wanting to do this and not have it in a place on Earth, yeah, is for some sort of disaster that doesn't necessarily take out the whole planet, but at least it's not you know. But I mean, just for a moment, let's entertain the thought that in a hundred and fifty years or or what have you, the planet may not even be here. Let's just entertain that possibility for a moment. I mean, what a kick in the pants would that be? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, well, well if shit. that's the case, how are you going to come back? You're unless not. it's set to just like you, wake you up, but then your no. body's still dying. Yeah. So you wake up in space and you got a pretty view, but you have no way to fix your yeah. body. 
Yeah, you're completely fucked. Totally fucked. I mean, it, I guess it would be better than waking up in a coffin. Yeah. I mean, I see there's a view, but they probably won't have windows on this thing. <laughs> I, mean, I don't see why they would need windows on it. Can we just open the door for a second, please? <laughs> Oh my gosh, man. Interesting stuff. I like it. I like it. So um I came across a story here which huh, again, we've we've talked about things similar to this. Um but it does say Hurricane Harvey intensified by secret geoengineering programs. Um, oh, I saw oh, Did you see on, that no, I didn't see this story. I think I have it saved on my phone. Yo. Just a minute. Okay. Um, uh, somebody was sharing this post. Um let me see if I can find his screenshots. Um, okay, so this is a post that was posted on a story about one of the police officers that died during the rescues. Oh, man. So it was a story on Facebook. Okay. About um, one of the police officers that died during the different rescues. And this is what Vicki McLean okay. posted as a comment. Okay. Surely the heart mind control system took his life. Once again, government wow. officials are covering up our killer and the reasons for the flood caused by the HARP weather modification system and HARP mind control operations in Silicon Valley, located in Area 51, all our HARP terrorists. Damn. So will the U.S. Corps of Engineers pull off similar stunt when they dynamited the Katrina levees? HARP Hurricane Harvey, goal is massive depopulation of huge overgrown sanctuary city of Houston with two out of every four residents being immigrants using the social security number of U.S. citizens who are under financial and physical attack because of these who are espionage violators. Dude. (laughs) Damn. Um, That, wow. Well, let's see. It keeps going. So... She keeps on talking. FEMA funding will also fund more underage activities or under. So that's blocked. Oh, Um, under. Okay, so it continues. Texas setting up the U.S. Holocaust. Harp Hurricane Katrina depopulated the sanctuary city of New Orleans by one third. If it's population to make room for more immigrants just entering the U.S., a good U.S. president. President and good Congress working for the Lord within the first 30 days of office would have bombed all the harp sites that affect America being located on the island of Cuba, Prince Edwards, Canada, and Queen Charlotte, Canada, and our harp site in Alaska. A godly U.S. president would have immediately taken down all the college's harp mind control systems. Houston news reporters and Mayor Turner are nothing but snakes fully knowing the city of Houston should have issued mandatory evacuation orders knowing that the storm would linger around Houston for five days. Houston news reporters and Mayor Turner are directly linked to all the deaths during Harvey with President Trump just as guilty. All are espionage violators. Make Make sure all these reporters know they are snakes with Turner and Trump. 
Wow. <laughs> Good God. Like, it, I mean, this is right along kind of the same lines here. It does say here, um, contrary to popular belief, a technology that is capable of intensifying a hurricane, it does exist and has existed since before most Americans were born. This technology is not even secret since the, yep. at least as far back as the 40s. Successful scientific experiments involving weather, weather modification uh, have been conducted. There's no longer any secrecy about the fact that technology capable of intensifying a tropical storm is real. The technology is known as cloud seeding, which we have talked about before. Uh, an aircraft simply drops chemicals capable of encouraging condensation into a cloud intensifying the storm. What they're suggesting here is that Hurricane Harvey was quote-unquote refueled three separate times, thus making it possible to drop 50 inches of water. I mean, good Christ. It says in recent times, evidence that Hurricane Harvey was artificially strengthened has surfaced. The hurricane did not seem to be particularly strong in a natural way. Instead, the hurricane seems to have repeatedly regained its strength after weakening an unlikely event if the hurricane was purely natural force. Uh, the technology allegedly used to refuel Hurricane Harvey does not seem to have been cloud seeding from aircraft, but rather man-made evaporation from facilities on the ground. Like cloud seeding, the existence of this technology is publicly known and is not kept secret. Analysis of satellite footage of the storm is said to be more uh, compatible with artificial interference than with a natural storm of usual intensity. What do you think of this, sir? Like, this um, is nuts. So, there are natural things that feed the power of hurricanes. Of it's called course. warm water. Of course. Um, I don't know. I, you know. You know me. I'm on the fence about this stuff because I know they have the capability of, of doing a lot of things right. that we know and probably a lot of things that we don't know. Um. I, I like to see the motivation behind this from the United States doing this. What what they're I mean, suggesting, or excuse me, what that lady in in that post was suggesting was that this would be a a uh, attempt to yes. depopulate uh, a uh, I don't know a highly populated. The problem area. is, is it didn't kill a lot of people. Correct. It, it forced a lot of people out, but then the waters recede and they come back in. So yep. it didn't kill a lot of people. It cost a lot of money. Correct. Damaged a lot of things. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. And yeah, it did kill some people, but not depopulation levels. Not even close. No. No. So I, that, I mean, it's just one of the things that I just, I just, I don't know, man. I, again, I can't necessarily buy into it just because, yeah, it was fucking terrible. Don't get me wrong. There was a lot of shit, a lot of damage, a ton of fucking damage. Um, but like you said, you know, the, the death toll wasn't something that would suggest depopulation. There weren't thousands of people that were losing their lives. Well, and if you, if, if this person 
would use this excuse as, um, well, it was a failure for them because they didn't cause depopulation. Then you're saying that they have the ability and the knowledge and the smarts and whatever you want to call it, the knowledge, yeah. uh, to pull something off like this. Oh man. And just to have it fail. No. You, right. If you believe that they have the capability of doing this stuff, then you believe that they must. I, I would <laughs> think that uh, they're not going to fail at it. Correct. Yeah, they're not going to fuck that up. Something of that magnitude, they're not. They're going to make doubly sure they do not mess that up. I would There's totally lots agree. of other ways to kill people yeah. than a hurricane. True. Yeah, it's very devastating for that area and for the D, you know, for the... Um, uh, you know, financial livelihood of the state, even. Well, the thing is, but, if they were if they were wanting to wipe out an entire population of people, or at least thousands of people at a time, why wouldn't you just dick with the water supply that's already set in place, or set off a dirty bomb or something yeah, and blame something. it on yep, exactly. some other country? Yep, exactly. Um, or even like a small like suitcase nuke. I mean, sure. Come on, if. if but you blame it on another country like you just suggested. And yeah, there it is. Huh. What was it I was talking about the other day? I don't remember. No, well. Hmm. It's gone forever. No, it's, yeah. I like it. Anyways, I have one more story, and it kind of hits home. It doesn't hit home in that I haven't had anything happen, but yeah. I do have items that are the same as this. So okay. the headline is haunted or tourist haunted by stolen stone. My items Ooh. aren't stolen, but... Right. An Australian tourist attempt in acquiring a unique piece of Welsh history allegedly turned into a nightmare. Oh, shit. Uh, administrators at the Abbey Swimmer, I, I don't know how that's pronounced, Abbey something Heritage Trust in Wales, huh. say that they received an anonymous letter in the mail which contained a small stone and a rather remarkable story. According to the author of the note, a self-described fan of Welsh history, they had recently visited the famed 12th century abbey and snatched a rock from the site, which is little more than ruins today. Sure. This purportedly proved to be an ill-advised decision, <laughs> the letter writer claims, as their luck soon took a turn for the worst. Wow. Uh, leaving the person feeling as if they were being punished by the legendary Welsh prince who was buried at the abbey. Damn. Although the author does not go into detail about the specific incidents, which were so troubling, they were apparently enough to prompt the thief to send the stone back to the abbey along with a profound apology. The letter and the pilfered stone from the abbey are now on display at the site, perhaps as a warning to other tourists who may have similar plans to take home a piece of historic structure. Shit. So, yeah, I have different items from different haunted places that I've investigated over the year that, right. you know, that I asked to take or whatnot. And yeah, I, I haven't had anything happen with those, but I didn't steal them. Sure. So maybe that has to do with it. Wow. 
I am planning on returning something though, and this this doesn't have to do with the haunted place, but I am planning on returning something this fall to a place. Really? Yeah, do you, it doesn't uh, necessarily mean it doesn't necessarily. I don't know. So the, I I I'm going to Maui next month. Yes. For a week. Yes. And the mountain there, their volcano there, it's not an active volcano, but it's called Haleakala. It's called House of the Sun. It's 10,000 feet high in the peak. And I believe it's the highest one out of all of the mountains. Nice. Uh, because the big island's still erupting. Oh, maybe it's a Oahu. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyways, there's a local legend there that if you take a volcanic stone from anywhere on the island but especially from the peak uh-huh. that you will have bad luck. You did it. And, well, <laughs> yeah, well, I did. Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> I have a rock here, and I got it on our honeymoon. Yeah. And um, so, anyways, uh, side story before I get into me. Well, I'm going to bring it back. But apparently, the um, the because it's a national historic site so i didn't actually take mine from the peak because it's a national park and even if you go off trail you can get fines and arrested if you go off of a trail up there so i didn't take a rock from up there i took one from the beach okay Um, yeah but the, the the tourism board there in maui gets rocks mailed back them to them daily wow from the people that claim that they gotten bad luck ever since they took this rock. Wow. No, no, I'm not in like the worst position ever. And actually I'm in a pretty good position in my life right now, but yeah. I've had bad luck. I mean, a lot of things over the years and I don't necessarily attribute to this, but it's just a rock sitting on my shelf. So if I'm going back, I'm going to bring it back and see what happens. It's a good idea. That's Why a not? Damn, yeah, absolutely, brother. Why not? It's a damn fine idea. Just don't forget it. <laughs> I won't. If I forget it, I'll mail it back. Yeah. But, I mean, I might as well bring it if I'm going. Absolutely. Hell to the yes. Good stuff, man. Good well, maybe stuff. Maybe I'll just I'll mail you a rock from there. Oh man, How don't no no <laughs> no. <laughs> you no? can't do no. Well, if, if anybody out there wants me to mail them a rock from Maui, let me know. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Just message us anywhere online. You know, well, I'll tell you, if you, if you really want to get a hold of us, you can do so. Uh, you could call this number or text this number. It's 913-730-7255. You could go to ectoplasmshow.com, at ectoplasmshow on Instagram and Twitter, and the ectoplasmshow on Facebook. That's how you could uh, let Mr. Kupsik know that you want one of them rocks. <laughs> and I'm sure he would be more than happy to accommodate. It could be yeah, fun. It could be fun, man. I'm not going to bring it back for them, but I'll mail it from there so it's, <laughs> I'm not actually the one carrying it off. There you go. That's a good idea. Don't need to get you in trouble. Especially when you're across the pond. You know what I'm saying? We don't need that. Well, you know what I can't stop thinking about? And, and I know it's not 100% stupid, but, but I mean, what if Kim Jong-un 
or ill or what Kim Jong Un yeah. like bombs nukes Honolulu while I'm there. I'll Come be in on. a spot that probably won't get damaged by it unless especially from his little nukes, but um I mean if that happens I'll be stuck on the island. That is I mean, the worst true. things could happen, but Well, yeah, I mean you're stuck in paradise. You know. But yeah, I mean, I, I do think about that. Um, but think, there are defenses that could probably take out whatever he he's going to shoot at us. Yeah, I would totally so. agree. Totally agree. All right, peeps. So, anyways, I pulled up. I pulled up the reviews because people need to go give us review ratings and reviews on iTunes. Did uh, did we get some new ones? We have well, we have two new ones since the two last time I read them. Are they are they shitty? Um, are they shitty? Well, one one is uh, and one's not. All right, read the shitty one first. That's the oldest one. It's from actually from June eighth, and I don't believe I've read it on the show. Okay. So Go they, they give us two stars. God, um, right. The head. T- the title is "I Wanted to Like It." Aw. Um, <laughs> by No Sam's Mom. That's hot. Um, I just discovered this podcast. The topics are great, but I'm just personally not a fan of the F word so much. Oh, fuck. I generally wish podcasters would just stop with the profanity. It dumbs them down for me and I tune out. Personal preference, I guess. I guess. Man, just fucking stop. Fucking F words. (laughs) And then on August 4th, we got a five-star review. Hey. From I've, or the headline is I've been slimed. That's hot. And the the um, he, all he says, all they say is it could be a woman. All they say is love this show. Oh, thank you. Bye. Fart can maker. Fart can maker. Yep, fart can maker. Okay. Absolute favorite name so far. I want to find out who that is. If you are fart can maker, and you we can gotta prove that you are fart can maker, we got You'll know. get a special prize. So get a hold of us because that is badass. That is so badass. Ah, oh, I love it. And you know, I will say this. I have been trying, damn it, I have been trying to to uh to clean up the mouth a little bit. It's not really working that much, but I have been trying. I'm also trying something new also with the show as far as formatting and all of that fun stuff. And I don't know if you guys have even noticed it all, but the past two episodes, there have been no background music whatsoever. It has just been the good doctor's soothing baritone voice and myself. We did have a message that I completely forgot about on Facebook about that. We did have a message on Facebook about the... um, About the music in the background? Yeah, but Ooh. I don't. I don't actually have the app on my phone to was read it, it right now. Was it pro music or against the music? Um, it was against the music. Well, it was maybe, before you took it out. Well, maybe I made the right move then. Maybe I Let's made the see. right move. Okay, it's oh, from you've... Jamie Ray Babel or Babel or yeah Babel. Okay. Um, I've heard about your show from Hysteria 51. Fuck those guys. <laughs> You're like, and fuck I've tried listening guys. here and there, but I just can't get past the ominous background music. My ah. brain has a hard time focusing on the words with the music going on. Has anyone else ever mentioned that before? Or no. am I just extra crazy? 
I am the same way. Let me just tell you this right now. If there's music playing, especially if it is a song that I dig, like in the background of wherever I'm sitting or doing whatever, I cannot fucking focus at all. So I totally understand what you're saying. So, no, you're not alone in this. When I've listened back, I don't even notice it, Um, though I don't really listen back to our show anymore. Right. I just have too many shows. I don't have time to even listen to the shows I want to listen right. to. Right. I usually um, will skip around our show. I'll listen to about the first five minutes, um, maybe somewhere in between, and then the last, just to make sure everything kind of sounds the way it needs to sound, and that's about that, you know? But I really don't listen into ours anymore either. But, yeah. Interesting stuff. Well, there you go. Maybe I took care of the problem before I even knew about the problem. I don't know if it was a problem. Uh, what I was wondering psychic. was maybe if I'm there psychic. was an episode where maybe it was turned up a little bit higher than it should have been. That's possible. I think um, I'm psychic. I don't, I don't know. No, I think I'm just psychic. I think that's what maybe. it is. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I'm just going to, uh, yeah, self-proclaimed psychic from now on. Hope you don't mind. Hope you don't Go for mind. it. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, peeps. If you want a psychic reading from Josh, go join our Patreon page. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Go to patreon.com backslash ectoplasm show, <laughs> and I'm going to put in there a psychic reading from Josh at one of the levels. Dude, that would be so hilarious. God, don't ever do that level. People don't ever do that level. Maybe, maybe since I don't have, oh, I know. Wow. I'm promising this, people. <laughs> The people that haven't received shirts yet, that bought shirt the levels with the shirts, you'll still get the shirts. Yeah. But you guys are also going to get a private Skype reading from Josh. Private Skype reading. Yeah, it might not be, you know, like, good. You, yeah, it's not going <laughs> to be good at all. It'll probably be a good time. I think everybody's going to get the same Just reading. Message us on, uh, message <laughs> us. There's two patrons that are at that level that I haven't gotten shirts to yet. So if you are one of those and you're listening, message us in some way and I'll have Josh call you on Skype. Yeah, we'll Skype you on. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. All right, peeps. I also want to uh, send out a special little thank you to our good pals over at Pod Bros. What is up? Oh, did you just cut out? Oh, yeah. The best Pod Bros ne- podcast network on the internet. Damn Skippy. No, they treat us mighty fine. Go to Big fine. Rip and have some beer. And cruise on over to Big Rip and get ripped. And get on ripped. All right. All right, peeps. Well, we're going to talk to you guys very, very soon. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, stay safe out there. There's clowns and ISIS fucking everywhere. So we'll just talk to you later. Peace out. Peace out.